Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. At Chemist Warehouse, find 20% off the everyday low price of Bulldog skincare for men. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Good morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Friday the 12th of November and it's just coming up to 7 o'clock in the morning, 6.46am. How good, I hope you're having a fantastic Friday so far. We've just got the news, the Black Cats will be facing our closest rivals, Australia. Australia just too good in the end, chasing down 176 with five wickets spare. So, Michael Wade there, he was outstanding in the end, building a little partnership up there with Marcus Stoinis. We'll get all the reactions from Baz coming up in the show about that match and then leading into Monday's match here live on SENZ with Dan McCarty and Grant Elliott calling that up. So, we'll get into that shortly. But coming up on the show, we've got a jam-packed show. We've got a quiz shortly, and that is a chance for you to win two $50 vouchers courtesy of the team at TAB, so make sure you tune to that. That is T20 World Cup themed. And then we've got a mammoth, mammoth show. We've got Rob Carney. Rob Carney played 95 tests for Ireland, and they're going to be facing uh, the All Blacks this weekend. The All Blacks just named their side, so we'll get into that. Then we've got our Waikato Stud Racing Preview. We've got uh, jockey, senior jockey Michael McNabb on the show. I saw him yesterday, and they were up and about. Sam Weatherly, uh, Opie Bosson. And uh, Michael McNair caught up the lads yesterday. So Perfect Pink is on Opie. Opie's on Perfect Pink on Saturday. And he said, big, big chance. So I've gone and had a week go into that one as well. And then later on the show, we've got another rugby hit. We've got Issa Nathiwa. He played it for the Blues and Ireland. He played in Ireland for Leinster and played for the Blues. He's a, an outstanding player and an outstanding man. So we're going to have a chat to him. And then we've got Jamie Richards. Jamie Richards got Kieran and... Daggy paid when Opie rode Marcus Aurelius in the Cooplands Bakery Mile. Jamie has a couple of horses this Saturday, so we'll chat to him about that. Anyway, we've got to check quickly. 
quickly. We're going to go to do a quiz shortly. We're going to go do a quiz, so we're going to wrap the semi quickly. Bears, what's your thoughts quickly about that Pakistan-Australian match, mate? Oh, Iz, good morning, my friend. We're obviously talking a bit of cricket, so that means big thanks to PIC Insurance Brokers, Marine Specialists. How good was the Aussie batting order at the end there? Matthew Wade, 41 off 17, undefeated. Took down um, Shaheen Shah-Afridi there in the last over. Marcus Stoinis just shepherding them through with 40, not out off 31 deliveries. They won with an over to spare. And it sets up an outstanding final. The final we want as well is, hey, mm. why wouldn't we want to take on Aussie and how sweet would victory be in the T20 World Cup if Kane Williamson's standing there after thanking Aaron Finch for their efforts and Kane just raises that trophy and the whole country of five million erupts because we love beating Australia and it's going to give us plenty of banter and anticipation over the weekend. So look, uh, Australia were good. The conditions again slid on a little bit in the second innings. Um, Pakistan were good. Pakistan had their opportunities. They had about four missed runouts, um, direct hits, which on another day um, could have ripped the heart out of the uh, the Australian middle order. They weren't quite able to execute those, and Hassan Ali dropped a catch late of Matthew Wade mm. just prior to him then taking down Shaheen Shahafridi for three sixes. Um, good game, really good game, full of emotion. It swung many different ways, many different times. Um, we might even go into it a little bit later on, but for now, mate, well, because we're sort of under a little bit of a pump here, it's 6.49 in the morning we've got, um, coming up next, we do have Quizzy Dag, but a big thanks to PIC Insurance Brokers Garner to bat for you from quote to claim time. Up next, it is time for a T20-themed World Cup Quizzy Dag. So if you want to take on the Ismaster, and you could win two times $50 bonus bet vouchers with the TAB. So give us a call now on 0800-150-811. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SNZ. It's Quizzy Dag with Ashley and Martin. Regrow your hair. Search Ashley and Martin today. You know what time it is. It's Quizzy Dag. A quiz that keeps on giving like a skipper bass. Louis, Trudy, Kez and Joe not wants to brag But good luck to our quizzies cause this ain't in the bag Oh, 800-150-811 now Give it a go, oh, oh. Yeah, good morning, hope you're having a cracking Friday so far Long weekend if you're down here in Christchurch How good, can't beat it Anyway, we're going to riff into a quiz. Your chance to win two $50 bonus bet vouchers courtesy of the team at TAB. One winner takes away two. And we've got Zaid on the line of this T20 theme, so I'm pretty sure Zaid's going to go really good at this. Good morning, Zaid. Good morning. Morning, Zaid. Here we go. Question number one, mate. Which is the only team to have won the T20 World Cup twice? West Indies. Yep, beautiful. Question number two. Which black cap has bagged the most wickets in this year's tournament for New Zealand? Um, for New Zealand this year, Trent Bolt. Beautiful. Question number three. Who holds the record for most sixes in a single T20 World Cup match with 11? 11? Is it Martin Guptill? 
No. It's not Martin Guptill. Sorry, Zabe. Anton. We're going to go Anton from New Zealand. Yeah, well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're from New Zealand, brother. you got to be. <laughs> oh, how are you, brother? <laughs> yeah, not too bad, bro. How are you? Yeah, all good, all good. Here, question number three. Who holds the record for the most sixes in a single T20 World Cup match with 11? Oh, that's a tough one, man. I'd have to go David Warner. No, it's not David Warner. Sorry. Have a cracking day, brother. We're going to go to Tim. Good morning, Tim. Morning, buddy. Morning, morning. Who holds the record? Chris Gale. Sorry, say that again. Yeah, Chris Gale. Gale. Well done. Yep. Yep, you got that one. Question number four. Where was the first T20 World Cup played in 2007? Um, was it South Africa? Yes, it was in South Africa. Question number five. Which batsman has scored the highest score in a T20 World Cup innings? 123. Uh, Warner? No, not Warner. We're going to go to Scott. Uh, yep, yep. Scott, um, which batsman has scored yeah, the highest yeah. score in a T20 World Cup innings? Um, Josh Butler? No, not Josh Butler. You blokes are unbelievable. Matt, you're going to go to Matt. You're going to go to Matt. Which batsman has scored the highest score in the 2020 World Cup innings? Aaron Finch. Nah, nah, not Finch. You're going to go to Alan. Fuck Tani. Quickly, Al. Is it Baba Azan? No, not Baba Azan. Simon. Chris Gale. Simon. No, no, Mark from Tauranga, Mark from Tauranga. Is it, is it Baz McCallum, the man himself? Yay! Hey, beauty! Righto! There you go. <laughs> Good work. We're going to get well to the done. news. Well done, though, Mark. Outstanding. That was quizzy dag. If you're not happy with your hair loss, make today your turning point and search Ashley and Martin online. It's time for the news. We're off for him at Cafe about now. Here's Trudy and Kubota together with Shaping and Building Music. At Chemist Warehouse, find 20% off the everyday low price of Bulldog skincare for men. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. It's Friday. We love our Friday. It's a long weekend down here in Christchurch. How good. Can't beat it. Canterbury anniversary day today. Heading into Cup Day tomorrow, and I'm up and about because it's one of the great, great weekends of Christchurch, living in Christchurch. It is a great week, actually. Great week. Anyway, that's enough of that. We've had, uh, we just had a great quiz. Well done to Mark and Tony. I'm going to get back to Baz shortly. He wants to say a few words. So well done to you, mate. Two vouchers courtesy of the TAB. Congratulations. Baz McCullum, high score in the T20 World Cup, our very own. All you, uh, all you got calls that got it wrong. God. Yeah, all you Muppets, what are you up that, to? Yes. You should have yeah. researched that, surely. <laughs> <laughs> eh? Should have known our, our one and only Bears <laughs> and Gullum. 
<laughs> I'm pleased that Mark won it, though, because Mark dropped off a bottle of wine to me, didn't he? Is dropped it off. I had it last night. Yes. Big shout-out to you, Mark. Thank you. The Vavisar Papa Pinot Noir 2018. Absolutely superb. So thank you very much. Yeah. And, and then it's very, very nice that you then went on to win the quiz. So thank you very much, Mark. Much appreciated. <laughs> Back to you, Is. <laughs> No, no, well done, Mark. Congratulations, and uh, Christchurch, mate. I live down here. If you want to send some down here, anyway, uh, it's all right. Uh, well, what have we got coming up? We've got to have, we're going to cross over to Ireland very shortly. We're going to talk to Rob Carney. He's played ninety-five tests for the Irish side, and uh, he's played the All Blacks many, many times. I've had battles against him. He's a tough player, good bloke. So we're going to chat to him about the big test coming up on the weekend, and we've got a Ryder Kiddo Stud Racing preview chat to jockey Michael McNabb. I caught up with him yesterday in town. The lads are out and about, and uh, he was a good man. Him and Sam Weatherly, he was uh, good, good lads. So looking forward to chatting to him about this weekend's racing. Might lead us into a few tips. And then we're going to talk to Issa Nathiwa. He has uh, spent a bit of time at Leinster, and he's a former Blues player as well. So he'll give us that Kiwi perspective heading into this weekend's match. But right now, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome in a man I had the pleasure to go battle with many, many times. Class on the field, but absolute class off it. 219 games for Leinster, 95 tests for Ireland. Fullback, Rob Carney, and he broke my heart when I knocked it on in Ireland and he ran 100 metres to score a try to put Ireland up 19-0 in that game. So I've got a bit of banter going with him last night. We're going to get him going this morning. Good morning, Rob, brother. How are you? Izzy Buzz. Good morning, boys. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, Excellent. We're good. We're good, mate. Well, Baz is up and about. We don't know if you know the news. Black Caps are facing our closest rivals, Australia, in the final of the T20 World Cup. So we're up and about here on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast, mate. But um, what's happening your side of the world, mate? Oh, mate, it's, it's all good. We're gearing up for a big weekend. Uh, I had a coffee with Joel Schmidt this morning, and like yourselves, he didn't want to talk about the rugby. Ooh. He was just too too interested in chat talking <laughs> about the cricket. So he's looking up for a big weekend. <laughs> oh, Joe Schmidt, mate. A good signing for the Blues down here and uh, down under, mate. He's... Um... He's uh, going to be great guns for, for, for the Blues up in Auckland. I hope he doesn't do too well for them, mate. But what, what did he have to say about this weekend's game, heading into the All Blacks-Ireland test? You, you have been coached by him a few times. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's looking forward to it. I think Ireland probably surprised a lot of people last week in the manner of their win over Japan. Now, mm. the Japanese weren't particularly good on the day, but Ireland showcased... A pretty expansive game plan, um, you know, real intent to try and move the ball and shift it to the edges. But, you know, yourselves, mm. it's difficult to, to get that amount of time and, and quick rough ball as it is against the Kiwis. Mate, you think Ireland are going, who's going into this as favourites? Oh, there's a lot of chat going around. I was, I was reading uh, Ronan Nagara's. Um, article yesterday. He's he's very very confident heading into this week. Are you sure Ireland heading into this as favourites and deserved favourites? No, you boys always try and play this up as offloading <laughs> the favourite tags on the opposition. <laughs> there's no there's there's no doubt about it that 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 the All Blacks are favourites this weekend. They've been in camp. They've through a rugby championship together. They're you know they're in the bubble. They've 
Ireland have only played one game together really in the last year. Um, you know, yeah. so if you're talking about bookies, they certainly have, have the ABs as 10-point favourites. Hey, Rob, it's, uh, it's Baz here, mate. Just give us a little insight into what it was like playing against our great man, Izzy. Was he, was he fun to play against or was he a little bit, uh, bit niggly at times? No, he was never niggly. He wasn't fun to play against because that goose step caught me out way too many times than I care to imagine. <laughs> um, but he's, Izzy is, is, is one, of, one of the greats, you know. Like, obviously, he's, he's a, an incredible fullback who I used to look up to. But, you know, sometimes down through the years, playing against some of the All Blacks boys, you know, you wouldn't have had much of a chat after the game or too much interaction where he was always just a really nice guy off the field. And, you know, myself and Izzy swapped jerseys back many, many years ago. And, and I think that's always yeah. a real sign of mutual respect. It's a small gesture, but, you know, it's a real important value of the game. And it's something that, that I always uh, hold very close to my own heart when, you, when you've got that mutual respect between each other. Yeah, yeah nice, nice. Nice. So what about the... <laughs> what about this um, this weekend then? Obviously, it's, it's war out on the pitch, but do you think afterwards the, the ABs and the Irish boys will get together and, and then have a little bit of crack afterwards? Oh, I, you know what? The days of having the crack after games are long gone. Uh, the times when you used to go into the change room and share a few beers together... They, it's it's real shame that that they've sort of passed with Dublin, you know our our COVID numbers are back up in the three four thousand, so the two teams are in sort of bubbles. Mm. So I can't imagine there'll be too much crack between the two. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think the the All Blacks will be locked down, but no doubt a couple might just. Well, we've 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 seen them in lockdown, but they. <laughs> They still managed. They still managed to get a trip to the Guinness Storehouse and out for a game of golf. <laughs> <doing too badly. laughs> I've seen That's that. That's a story. I've seen that. They're they're up and about hundred percent. Hey, um, what have you made of this All Black side, mate? What's your take on, on this current All Black side heading into this weekend's match? You've been impressed, or you know, they're, they're gettable. No, I, I have been impressed. I think maybe. Back six months ago, they were looking as if they were starting to, to fade off a little bit. Um, I'm mm. surprised that, that Rich Nwonga is not starting at 10, you know, especially mm. given the season that he had in Super Rugby last year and, and how, how important he was in the championship. Um, I'm surprised to see him start on the bench. But, you know, you've got to facilitate Bolden Sumper, really, and Jordy's doing a really good job there at fullback. He's off, offering them an awful lot more, particularly with his kicking game, which is going to be very important this weekend. Um, but the, the, the team's strong. It's interesting to see Rico back in at 13. I think he'll bring yeah. a huge amount yeah. of, of power to, to, to the collision. Um, you know, So it's, it's going to be the same as, as we always see in these games. There's going to be a lot of kicking, a lot of ball in the air, um, and trying to, trying to win that collision line. But the Irish pack is really strong at the moment, so they're going to fancy themselves going toe-to-toe. Yeah, yeah. So the All Black side's just been named, mate. So for, for Ireland, if, they, if they're going to surprise the All Blacks, and they have over the last couple of years, they've brought a, a game that is compromising, it is physical up front, they bring a lot of line speed. For the, for the Irish, if they're going to surprise the All Blacks this weekend, how do they do it? Um... 
We've seen a big, a small changing of the guard at number nine, uh, Connor Murray, who was mm. Lions captain down uh, against South Africa. And you boys will know him very well. Jemison Gibson Park, he's starting at nine. So he's brought a real, yep. real tempo and a real impetus to the speed of play that, that Ireland are playing with at the moment. Um, you know, so it's, it's a big day for him. James Lowe, who, who I know you boys again will know really well. I think the ABs are going to test him defensively. That'll be a big part of, of their game plan is trying to is trying to catch him up high on the edges and see if they can pick him off. What about uh, Johnny Sexton, mate? He played 100 tests last week. Um, tell us about him. You played a lot with him. He's an absolute champion bloke. How influential will he be this week? Yeah, he's always hugely in- influential. I think, you know, Ireland have historically built their team around him. He's the real driver on the field. He dictates where everything goes, probably more so than any other team in the world. The Irish team are very reliant on him as a number 10. Um, he's a born competitor. He, he wants to win so badly, so much. Um, and I think yeah. that the great thing for this Irish team now for the next 10 years that, that they will know that it's been done before by an Irish team to beat the ABs. Um, and that's really important too, knowing that a team has gone before you and that's, that's managed to take a scalp. Hey Rob, um, I'm very good friends with Owen Morgan, who's obviously now the English captain, but um, clearly Irish. Um, and and I know how passionate he is about uh, his, his country and I know you guys are incredibly passionate. Was it a bit odd to have a Scottish jersey on the other day when you played that game? Well, it looks Scottish anyway, the uh, purple one. The, yes, <laughs> the, it, it was. The, well, you, the, the navy you, and purple. You, you, Where's the green? Yeah, I know. It was a desperate jersey. It's so un-Irish. I've never heard of anything purple <laughs> back through thousands of years of the Irish history. Um, but you guys know the deal with Adidas and the control and power that they have. Yeah. You know, just trying to get a few replica different jerseys off the shelf. Um, but it it was it was a disgusting, hideous looking <laughs> outfit. I must be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh mate, that's, that's outstanding. Yeah, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I don't know what I was watching, but anyway, you're right. Adidas and all the powers to be, the ones that provide all the money, they they have a lot of lot of say. But tell us about you, you, mate. You, you're jumping you into the into the media. Sorry, you yeah, go. I'm over onto the dark. No, well, I was just going to say, have you ever seen a leprechaun wearing purple? But the answer to that is no. <laughs> yeah, I've, 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 jumped in, I've jumped into the media side. It was, it was only when I was down uh, with Western Force uh, in New Zealand uh, in that trans-Tasman competition. I saw Izzy on the line dressed up, makeup on, microphone in hand. He just made it look so glamorous and sexy. I thought, I need a piece of that pie. <laughs> oh, mate, yeah, just don't follow me and start eating that pie, right, mate? Because <laughs> it's not a good look on TV. I tell you, you blow out by three. Put you put another three kids. But you enjoying it, mate? You haven't found the transition out of, out of footy into, uh, into the real world. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Like it's it's difficult, isn't it? You know, you do, you do one thing mm. for your whole life, and all of a sudden you're told okay, you're stopping, go into the next 15 years and try and 
re-identify yourself and, and create a new career. Um, but it, it, it is difficult. I'm lucky that I studied throughout my whole uh, career and I've managed to set up four or five different businesses that are keeping me somewhat entertained. Um, but at the same time, nothing's ever going to replicate playing test rugby. So you've got to have some sort of an acceptance to that as well. Rob, what about coaching? What about Does that interest you at all? Uh, you know what, it, it does interest me because I like the game and I've, I've been blessed to be coached by Michael Checker, Joe Schmidt, Stuart Lancaster. I've had exposure to real good coaches. Um, but boys, it's a vocation. You are on seven days of the week, all day, every day. And I just want to have my weekends back and play a bit of golf and go for a few pints in the <laughs> evenings with my mates. And, you know, you've you want to live life a little bit too. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, for sure, mate. Hey, quickly, just before we let you go, Rob, I really appreciate your time here on Bears Izzy for breakfast. Just tell us, uh, uh, Saturday, uh, if Ireland get up over the All Blacks, will it be COVID out the door and, and Dublin will be just erupting into it and Guinness will be flowing? What would it mean for Ireland to get that win on Saturday? Yeah, Ireland will go absolutely ballistic. This is the first time in two years that we've had a full stadium. Uh, you can feel a real buzz around the city. Everyone's pumped. You know, it's always the biggest game of the year when the All Blacks come. Uh, people mm -hmm. taking their, their kids to see the hacker for the first time in, in real life. So this is a big occasion. I, I, I don't think Ireland are going to turn over the All Blacks, but if they do... Uh, there will be an almighty party thrown, and our COVID numbers are going to multiply by 100. <laughs> 400,000 COVID. Ooh, a lot bro. good. But anyway, mate, we really appreciate your time. It'll on, all be worth on it. On for breakfast. It'll all be worth it. 100%, mate. You're an absolute champion, and it goes both ways, mate. I really appreciated our battles over the years, but you're an absolute champion off the field, and I really Really mean that, mate. Thanks so much, Rob Carney, and uh, we'll catch up with you very, very soon, mate. Good on you, Izzy. Great to chat. Enjoy the day, boys. Thanks, Rob. Champion. That's awesome, Izzy. Well done, brother. Well done getting that get. That's outstanding, Rob Carney, obviously, uh, all the way over there in the UK or up in Ireland. So, look, it's 7.18 here in the morning. Um Give us a text at any stage, double eight, double three, or give us a call on the Kennards High phone line, 0800 150 if you want to talk ABs versus Ireland, or if you want to talk maybe New Zealand versus Australia in a couple of days' time in the T20 World Cup. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It is 7.24 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Don't forget to give us a call on the Kennards High phone line 0800 or send us a text on double eight double three. Maybe you want to chat a little bit about the All Blacks versus Ireland. We heard from Ron Carney. Uh, outstanding get there as well. Was well done, my man. Um, or, uh, or maybe you want to talk some T20 cricket. We're going to talk a little bit of racing for now. And that means we've got our loveracing.nz update. Loveracing.nz is your home for everything thoroughbred racing. And on the phone, we have our racing expert. Good morning, Louis. Baz, Izzy, I'm a little bit shaken. Uh, the Stephen Conway news has rocked me to my core. A little bit gutted. I'm just going to put faith in the boys like you. I'm trying to channel my inner Baz and to say the processes are in place. 
they're going to empower Tim Sison and everything's going to be okay. Is that about right, Bez? Yeah, we should update everyone on that as well. The news just come through that Devin Conway has been ruled out of the T20 World Cup final with a broken right hand, which was sustained during the injury when he was struck with his uh, on the while he was batting immediately after being dismissed. Um, so that is a big big blow for Devin Conway. Um, he was obviously wicket keeping as well for New Zealand, so I think it's pretty obvious to work out what's going to happen now. Tim Seifert will come in. He will probably operate in the same position at number four that Devin Conway did. So, look, a big blow. Devin Conway is a quality player, but the good thing is that uh, Tim Seifert's had a lot of cricket for New Zealand and he's been over there in the UAE in the, those conditions for training for a long period of time because he was obviously with KKR in the, um, in the IPL too. So, big blow for Conway, but an able replacement in Seifert. But anyway, mate, on to, um, we'll talk about that a little bit later on, on to the racing stuff. What do you got for us? Yeah, I feel better already. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Um, the lads, all right, lads, we're <laughs> racing today at Alapuni, and I reckon you were bang on the money yesterday with your guest for Stephen Marsh. I checked the fields this morning, and I've seen some markets move, and for me, I've been waiting for the source to come back all spring long. GC, he's way better, way better than his five starts, one third. He was racing against good horses, Plato had him circled from a mile out last preparation. And um, with Danielle Johnson on fresh up, has won a couple of trials. Looks like he's come on the Sacred Fools gelding. I just think he's yeah, $10 to $2.70. So Marshy has obviously been tipping it out. You might have had a bet, Baz. Um, $2.70 for me. Still, it's probably there or thereabouts for the price, fresh up. But I'll be having a go. And uh, Stephen Marsh has also got a horse in race seven today at Alpuni Illumination, which I, I expect will go well. I think his team's firing. You said it the other morning. Danielle Johnson's riding well. Uh, there are a couple to follow. Yesterday, the racing was back at Pukakui Park. We got Super Pursuit home as the best. And it was actually awesome to see those jockeys that haven't, you know, the lethals, the Andrew Calders, even Kelly Myers and the likes coming back for a, a go, a spin round. It was awesome to see. And tomorrow, boys, obviously, it's the 1,000 guineas and New Zealand Cup at the start of the week. I tipped out Lincoln King in the New Zealand Cup. And I'm standing right by that. I think Stephen Marsh's team, as we keep saying, is coming on at the right time. A little bit wide, but over the 3,200. And bodes well's drawn wide as well, the favourite. So with the 3,200, I don't think it'll be an issue. Lincoln King to get up in the New Zealand Cup. Yeah, I like that. I like all of those bits, actually, Louis. Um, Stephen Marsh did mention La Bella Bells and GC, and then obviously Illumination. He felt all three were really good chances, and the fact that the money's come is very, very good sign. And Lincoln King, I know that Izzy's on Lincoln King, aren't you, mate? Oh, Look, yeah. He's trying to get paid with the King. Yeah, yeah, I'm on Lincoln King. Sorry, boys, I just had my coffee, my McCafe coffee delivered from, from the family and, and a young girl, Alex, down here. So uh, she, she brings the coffee and I just had to say thank you because I felt bad. She's been building it for a while and I haven't even said hello. But um, I'm on Perfect Pink and I'm on Lincoln King. So there you go, boys. And I'm actually going to do a wee multi with GC into La Bella Bills. La Bella Bills. There you go. Stephen Marsh today <laughs> at Alapuni. How good. Very nice. Very nice. Nice shout out too. I just had my McCafe delivered by Mark Chittick as well. Of course, we've got the Waikato Stud Racing Preview coming up later on. So both Izzy and Baz are getting paid. Ricardo, Trudy, Joe and Kez are still waiting up there in the studio in Auckland. But it'll be coming soon. I'm sure Louis... Is getting one dropped off too. 
at some stage. But uh, Louis, I, hope, um, I, I hear you've actually had a bit of a fill up this week on the punt too. So that's a good, a good sign. Is that correct? Yeah, it's actually been going pretty well. Um, <laughs> I think it's, it's funny when you kind of immerse yourself in it. Uh, when you immerse yourself in it, and we're getting the mail every morning on the mail run. So all I'm doing is just getting the mail from the experts. But we got a little multi home yesterday, a, tr- a harness and greyhound multi. Super Pursuit was the best. Yes, at Pukekohe, the best uh, the day before at Rickerton got up. So, no, we're not going too bad, boys, and we're ready to unload today at show day races at Addington. Sunday Sun in the Dominion Trot. Too strong over the 3200. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, Louis. That was a Love Racing NZ update. You're home for everything thoroughbred racing. Visit loveracing.nz. They are racing's biggest fan. We're coming up 7.30 in the morning. We've got plenty more to come straight after break. We're going to be more racing we're going to talk to michael mcnab who is a standout jockey at the top of the premiership at the moment this is baz and izzy for breakfast on senz he's trudy with the news for Kubota. together we are shaping and building new zealand thanks trudy this is baz and izzy for breakfast uh, we've got a choices flooring poll to get underway it is up now on the uh, baz and izzy for breakfast uh, twitter account uh, boys get your take on this you've got four choices what are you most looking forward to this weekend is it the all blacks versus ireland is it new zealand cup in chicha is it the t20 world cup final i know it's technically monday but you know or is it that beer at five o'clock uh, boys what are you th- what are you thinking <laughs> Sounds like there's, there's my whole weekend planned, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go all in the bath? Is that an option? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a oh. tough ask. Look, oh, I'm going to have uh, to say... I'm going black caps. Black caps, hard, Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not doing it. it. Like, I can't go without the other three as well. Like, you can still have a little bit of oh, the other no, three, no. can't you? you? Just oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But the, Chuck the, that the is most. the option. All yeah. of the above. All of the above. <laughs> All of the above. Joe, yeah. you need an E option. All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most. Okay. Um, well, if it's the most, I'm going the Black Caps for sure. We could lift a world title team. Mm. We could be world champions. Imagine that. World Test Champions, Baz. run within a lip in the one-day World Cup. Yeah, boy. And this is the question I want to pose to you and people at home. Are the Black Caps our premier sports team at the moment? Are the Black Caps our premier sports team with all of the success they've had? If they win Monday, I would say yep. They win on Monday, I'll tell you. But I want to hear from you at home. Double eight, double three. Give us a text, but I want to hear from you, Bez. What do you think? It's a great question. I'm just going to... Oh, I think you know what I'm going to say. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I'm yeah. slightly conflicted as well, because I've spent sort of 15 years of my life committed to it. But you, I think they are. There's, I mean, how can they not? They're, they're the best uh, test team in the world. They're the best one-day team in the world and they're the best T20 team mm. in the world, potentially. That's kind of how, how it sits, and they perform in big moments. So, Look, I remember a time, mate, we couldn't even, New Zealand cricket, we couldn't even drum up a shirt sponsor, and now look at us. Like Now look at the New Zealand mm. cricket set up. They're the hottest ticket in town, and people are, are climbing over each other to try and get a hold, get on the on the Black Caps wagon. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's good, healthy times to be a cricketing fan, mate. That's for sure. And let's mm. hope they can just get it done. How sweet would it be? Especially us, obviously, SENZ. We've got our, our 
our arm and our families over there in SEN in Australia. But just imagine the banter that we'd have been able to get it over them next week. We'd be able to get all of the hosts from all the other shows on yes. SEN over in Australia and we get them on and we say, well, what happened? How come you got beat by a team of five million? Hey, how good would that be? Get into them. <laughs> we'll get Hutchie on. Hutchie, what's wrong with your team? That'd be nice. We'll get KP win. on. Yeah, it was sweet age. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> KP actually tweet? sent out a tweet. He did send out a tweet today, though. Did you read that one? Yeah, I know. And he said, what like is it about New Zealand? Country of five million. Mm-hmm. They've got the best rugby team in the world, and now they've got one of the best cricket teams in the world. What is it? Is there, is there something that we could all learn from them? So that's pretty cool that you've got people like yeah. him. Yeah, I know. Um, talking like that. Uh, what do we got coming up, mate? We have got... we got... Michael McNabb. We've got Michael McNabb coming up after a wee little break. We'll be back very, very shortly. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast, but give us a text on double eight double three. Are the Black Caps our premier uh, sports team at the moment? Thank you. We'll be back shortly. It is 7.41 in the morning. Don't forget to give us a call on the Kennard Tire phone line 0800 and Iz has asked a great question. A wonderful question is, are the Black Caps our premier sporting team right now? What a question, especially coming from a former All Black. How's about that for a question? <laughs> We've got the text machine fired up on the back of that. Yeah, what do we got here? 100% the Black Caps are... The premier team followed by the Blackburn Sevens. As a fan, you as a fan you feel part of those teams. ABs might just get the bronze due to their history, but but test match as well. Albie, that is great from you. There is also another couple here. Uh, the All Whites. Sorry. The Black Caps have always been underdogs punching above their weight, but now they've they would have to be considered powerhouses. That is Shane from Auckland. And there's one from Danny Boy of Auckland. He said, great questioners. Think all whites with their current performances are also in the conversation. That's a good shout. Mm. There you go. You've really got the text machine fired up. Give us a call if you if you want to chat to us about it on that Kennard Tire phone line, 0800 What do you think, Is? What's your, what's oh, your take on it? Yeah, it's... Um... I think when you become part of these conversations, it's not about just having a one-off successful uh, tournament or match or, or you know scenario. You have to do it for long periods of time, and the teams that are able to do it home and away, you know, we can all play at home. But when you're able to go away and actually play extremely well and get the results away from home, that's when you become part of these conversations. So for me, the Black Caps, the currently how they are playing here and abroad in all top formats of the game, I think they're 100% in that conversation. And for me, on Monday, if they get that job done Monday, if they get the win on Monday and they lift that trophy, because that's what it's all about, really. You got you, you know, we've got to create history and they've, they've got the WTC. They sh- should have won the ODI. But they, if they win on Monday, they are 100% our premier team at the moment. They should be the top of the... Top of the mountain. And that is from a former All Black. And I know the All Blacks, they, they have lots of history behind them. They, they do win and they, they have a record that is, that is unmatched. But this current Black Cap side and what they've been able to achieve here and abroad, but not only in, in one format, in all formats, that for me, just the defining moment. So I'd say if they win Monday, they are our premier side. 
There you go. Izzy Dag has given the Black Cats the big ups. Yeah, good. And it's oh, I agree with you, mate. I think they are. And one of the other one of the other things I reckon that is worth bringing into the conversation, and I don't know how how relevant it is, but I feel like it is. Is cricket is a religion to India, Pakistan, mm. Bangladesh? Okay, mm. look at the population sizes of India and Pakistan in particular. The sheer weight of playing numbers, the resources which they possess, the powerhouses that are India and the, the amount of money that uh, that backs uh, the Indian game. So and, uh, the All Blacks have been amazing. They've been amazing for a long period of time. But do they have to come up against the same sort of resource and population and fanatical following that, that the Black Caps have to come up to when they play against a team like India or Pakistan? So that that's always been a fascination for me is that the, 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 a team like New Zealand with just 5 million people is able to compete against the likes of India with 1.5 billion, etc. Look, these, these conversations never enter the dressing room, um, but now yeah. that you sort of step away from the sport and you're able to look at it from a slightly more holistic point of view, you go, wow, look at the resource that these guys have and look at the lack of resource that New Zealand have, but look at the output and the performances that they've been able to, um, you... been able to um, put out on the board. Hey Bez, do you um, do you feel do you feel like teams now fear the Black Caps? Do you feel, they think they actually f- when they, they they are weary and they fear them when they are playing them? Yep, I do, and and I don't think it's a fear in terms of they're going to blow you off the park. It's that mm. I think other teams think the Black Caps are smarter than them. I think they think they're more innovative than them. I think they feel like they're always playing catch up to the Black Caps tactically um, and the, the Black Caps yeah. always got something up their sleeve. Uh, I think that's been built up over a period of time and and I think the way that Kane handles himself and controls himself so levelly, uh, levelly, so level emotionally um, is part of that whole kind of mystique as well. No one really knows what he's thinking at that point in time and I think that that really upsets the oppositions and I think it, it, it unsettles them and it's a wonderful tactic and also feel that mm. that New Zealand believe they're capable of winning games from any situations now too and they're not just reliant on one or two players. They have a raft of players throughout their, their side which can stand up and perform at any moment. So they believe and I think the opposition, uh, they become slightly uh, disempowered because they, they feel that New Zealand is just a little bit smarter than them which is a good place to mm. be. And you need to be that. If you're under-resourced, yep. you need to have something which has the opposition weary and uncertain of. And I think that is the mistake that is Kane Williamson. So, yeah, I think I they do, it. mate. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love sorry, that, Karen. mate. I just think back to, um, I just think back when to, when I was playing and, and the, I feel like that, that fear factor was there week in, week out. Um, teams feared now, like, as of late, teams have come out and said they, they actually don't fear. And that, becomes because I've had a lot of success against the All Blacks as of late. Um, but I just feel at the moment with, with the Black Caps being so good here and away and abroad, they're just creating a bit of a fear in, in the opposition. They're unknown. They're, they're the smart way that they play the game. Um, yeah, as a fan, mate, I'll, I'll just, yeah, I love it. My, I'm, I grew up playing cricket. My whole family loves cricket. So we're just in awe of the side of what they've been able to do here and on the world stage. And you speak about populations like India, billion people, and for a, a team of five million. And, and I don't even know, what, what are the numbers of cricket 
cricket uh, players in New Zealand. Like, there wouldn't even be much, mate. And we've been able to create a team in all three formats that can bat well a bunch, punch well above their weight is uh, is outstanding, mate. So I've been very, very proud. Um, love those kind, uh, great words from you, mate. Good words of wisdom from our skipper, Baz McCullen. But anyway, we've got a good promotion, mate. We've got a cool little promotion coming up. We're putting the spotlight on some of SENZ's radio frequencies, starting with Auckland. So I'm going to give a little bit of uh, structure to this, or a little co- put it in context. So we're going to be promoting Auckland frequencies, 1476 AM. 1476 AM. So I'm going to give you 10 questions. We're going to start this on Monday. You've got 10 questions. You get one, you win $14.76. You get 10, you win $1,476. How good is that? This is going to start Monday. We'll be giving you the first question and answers throughout the day. So stay tuned. We'll give it to you after 8 o'clock in the 8 o'clock hour. Um, But we've got a cool little promotion. And one of you's could be walking away with $1,476. There you go. That is our little little quizzy, the, what is it, the Baz and Izzy frequencies, starting on Monday. So stay tuned. After 8 o'clock, we're going to give you the first question and answer, and then Smithy will give you the second, and then Kirsten Beeb will give you the third, Staffy will give you the fourth, we'll give you the first five questions heading into next week and give you the opportunity to win that money, how good is that? That's what we do, Bears. We just like giving away a bit of cash and Hutchie over there. Thank you, Hutchie. Thank you, Hutchie. <laughs> yeah, nice. And very well explained as well. I was really hoping you ran with that one because it was a bit of a mouthful for me, but you nailed it. So good job there, Is <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you got to make sure you're listening. We will give you the answers, and we're giving away cash. Yeah, the boss is feeling generous at the moment. We're just struggling to track down <laughs> Michael McNabb. Jockey's are always working hard, so maybe he's out there still on the track or, or maybe he's running laps in the, in the sweat gear to make sure he gets down to the right the right, uh, right weight for the show. It was uh, Waikato Stud Racing Preview as well, and, of course, Waikato Stud is your source for a race horse. We'll get on to that a little bit later. Are you going to step in as, as the jockey substitute there, Ricardo? Mate, I feel sorry for a horse if I'm the jockey substitute weighing <laughs> it at 118 kegs. Hey, uh, Michael McNabb actually did say to me yesterday, he's, I, I'm just heading out for a beer with a few of the boys. This was at about 2 o'clock. He said, so I might be a bit dusty tomorrow. So I don't know. I doubt he's doing track work, Baz. I doubt it. I was, yeah, I was trying to. You know how I was saying that like, – People don't really know what you're thinking. It's good to keep people guessing. I was sort of just trying to play a bit of I was trying to pull a bit of a roost there and, and look after Nabber and behind the scenes, the premiership leading jockey. I was trying to just get him away with a bit there, but Ricardo, you've just lumped him right in it. So maybe maybe watch his rides tomorrow. See what see what weight he's he's tipping in at. <laughs> he's got some good rides too coming up on uh, on Saturday. He's got Lord Darcy in the first. Got as a thought, Rocker Fundida. He's got Talol, Ballon Rouge in the um, in the thousand guineas. My world and Hey Soul Sister. Let alone a couple other rides on the twelve race card. They're cool boys, man. They're on cool New guys. Cup day. I uh, I went and had lunch with them. There's I went and had lunch in town. I seen seen the lads out, and they're awesome guys, man. Um, they said uh, I spoke to Sam Weatherly, and he said bodes well, bodes well in the cup. And I already had Lincoln King. I was like, no, don't say that. He said it'll go good. So Sam Whittley's on boats well. Boat and Barrett's horse, Marty Banks, has got share in the, shares in it as well. So that was good to see the lads. Opie, Opie was uh, there and about, and he said, perfect pink will go good. So there you go. 
got it from the jockey's mm. mouth. Yeah, this a good lads. There's a couple to follow there, so they are good lads. I play a bit of squash with Nabber actually. Um, so when he's trying to lose a bit of weight, he jumps in there with all the sweat gear on, and we have a game of squash. And it's normally very hard for him. He's doing super things at the moment this season. He seems really focused and determined, and he's getting the results on the track as well. Um, we have got plenty more to come up for you as well. Jamie Richards later on. Looking forward to talking to him. Um, that was our Waikato Stud racing preview. And, of course, Waikato Stud is the home of champion size, including Savabeel and Ocean Park, who are flying. It is 7.52 here in the morning on Baz Nizzi for breakfast. Back soon. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Coming up to 8 o'clock in the hour. We're going to get to Trudy in the news shortly, but some big, big news coming out, Baz. Big news. Devin Conway, he is out. He is gone. Just a bad, bad way to go out. He'll be absolutely livid going away. When he got dismissed, he banged his back with his hand and fractured it. So he's out of the final. And we've got a great question here, Baz. Baz, who's going to replace Conway? Heck of a way to dismiss yourself from a World Cup final. He will be livid. That is from Ian. Who's going to replace Devin Conway, Baz? Uh, I think Tim Seifert's a straight swap. I think it does show the depth and, mm. and the planning of New Zealand as well that they've got their squad well catered for. So I'd say Tim Seifert will come straight in, take the gloves, and probably bat at number four in that batting lineup as well. I, I didn't realise that that Devin Conway broke his hand hitting his bat. Yeah. He, he's, a, yeah. he's a very intelligent man who enjoys playing cricket <laughs> for his country, so that's an incredibly stupid thing to do. And mm. and I can't actually, I can't believe someone like Devin would make such a, a silly mistake. So that's pretty frustrating. It certainly robs him of an opportunity to stand up and become a match winner for us on the big stage. But it presents an opportunity to Tim Seifert, who will look to take it. He's got a big heart on him too, so maybe maybe there's a nice little romance story there is. Yes, yes. Oh, you get a bit angry, you go into the change room, you do things that maybe will affect you. That's a freak way to get injured, mate. Banging your back, he'll be absolutely disgusted. But anyway, coming up after the break, we've got Issa Nathewa from uh, Ireland there. He's played over there a fair bit. But right now, we're off to track down some McCafe coffees. And here's our lovely Trudy with the news. Oda, together we are shaping and building New Zealand back soon. Is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ? Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. It's just after 8 o'clock here on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast show. We've had a good show so far, reacting to Australia. Versus Pakistan, Australia getting up over Pakistan, and it's a trans-Tasman final starting Monday. Bad news, devastating news for the Black Caps. Devin Conway has been ruled out, broken hand, fractured hand from hitting his bat after he got out. A frustrated Devin Conway, he'll be absolutely livid right now to get out and be injured in that sort of way. Fashion is is a terrible way, so... Reacting to that throughout the morning, we've got coming up on the show, we're going to cross over to Ireland and chat to Issa Nathiwa, talk about the Irish All Blacks test some more. What else we got? We've got Jamie Richards coming up. Jamie Richards is a trainer. He's got a big weekend of racing. He got Kieran and Daggy paid when 
Opie Road, Marcus Aurelius in the Cooplands Bakery Mile. Thank you, Jamie. I really appreciate it. He's got a few horses racing at record on Saturday. He'll join us towards the end of this hour just to tip a few out and uh, get us heading in the right direction as we head into Saturday's race day. Big race day down here at Rickerton. Um, But right now, right now, we have the Baz and Izzy frequencies starting on Monday. It's Baz's and Izzy's radio frequencies. It's Baz's and Izzy's radio frequencies. She walks real slow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you got me to do that, Ricardo. But anyway, that's what I do for our show. I just put myself out there on the spot and give it a nudge. But anyway, that is it. That is it. Bears and Izzy's frequencies. Basically, on Monday, we're going to be promoting it. We're going to be starting a quiz. It is 10 questions. 14.76 a.m. is our Auckland frequencies. You have 10 questions. You get one, you win $14.76. You get 10, you win Fourteen hundred and seventy-six smackaroos. We are starting Monday, today, and throughout today, we're going to be giving you the first five questions. Starting with the Baz and Izzy for breakfast show, I'm going to give you the first question. First question: Who hit the winning runs for New Zealand against England in the semi-final of the Cricket World Cup? The answer is Daryl Mitchell. There you go, Daryl Mitchell. You have to stay tuned throughout the day. Smithy's going to give you the second answer. Staffy's going to give you the third question and answer. Kirsty and Beav are going to give you the fourth and fifth answer. Heading into next week, we're going to start the Baz and Izzy frequencies on Monday, 14.76 a.m. is our Auckland frequencies, and you could win 14.76 smackaroos, courtesy of Baz's own wallet. How good. He's just donated <laughs> it. He's got a few rupees in there. So he's, no, he's been on. Courtesy of the team at SEN and SENZ, Hutchie, Sam and the crew, thank you very much. So that could be you. That could be you. So stay tuned. But we've got a good hour coming up right now. Right now, it's time for our Mick Cafe coffee catch-up. We have former Blues and Leinster player and the host of Beyond the Field podcast, Issa Nathiwa on the line. Good morning, Issa. Good morning, bro. How are you? Oh, very well, Issa. Very well. We're in our last hour heading into the long weekend here in Christchurch. Auto Tahi. How are you, brother? I'm joined by Baz, too. Uh, yeah, hey, Baz. Hey, Baz. Um, nah, very good, very good. The sun's good. been shining, so, you know, there's a smell of summer in the air, which is awesome. Um, everyone's always happier <laughs> in Auckland when the sun's out. Uh, we haven't really left and gone anywhere lately, so um, I think everyone's looking forward <laughs> to sort of a sunny weekend. Hey, how's it been home, man? You spent a lot of time staring at uh, dark clouds and highs of highs yeah, of eight man. degrees in summer. Like, you enjoy being home? Yeah. Oh, it's been it's been it's been awesome. Um, it really has. Like, um, you know, you come back to New Zealand to enjoy the outdoors, and um, you know, my kids were all used to just indoor playgrounds. Um, you know, the whole time growing up, so they've, they've flourished and. We just get we've been more comfortable year on year since being back. So it's that whole sort of lifestyle that um, you think about, and it's not until you get back that you really appreciate it even more. Nice. Hey, so it's Baz here, mate. Hey, we'll get on to the okay. rugby stuff shortly, but talk to us a little bit about your podcast, mate. You enjoying that that lifestyle? 
Oh, Will that change? So, like, we started beyond the field podcast, um, and to be honest, it was targeted at rugby players. Um, it was targeted at sports people to just sort of try and explain finance simply um, and sort of make the most of money. And, you know, I always figured if I could explain stuff to uh, rugby players, I could probably explain it to common folk and normal people around New Zealand. So the Beyond the Field podcast sort of started off targeted towards sports people and then sort of just sprang into action and resonated with everyday Kiwis. And, you know, I'm not wearing a suit and tie or in T-shirts and sneakers, and we just try and explain things really simply. Um, and once a few people sort of jumped on board and listened to it, um, it, it just took off. And, um, you know, we've been going well over a year now, but it's sort of finance and property made simple for people, and um, it sort of resonates with everyday Kiwis, which is awesome. Right, I'm going to have to go and have a good old listen to that podcast, I reckon. Does it say anything about punting in the podcast? Does it sort of stay, oh, stay away from we'll, we'll it? <laughs> we, we try and talk to all, all walks of life and people, whether entrepreneurs or, you know, uh, food truck owners or business owners. We try and get a good perspective on everyone because, you know, everyone's got their own struggles. Um, and a lot of the times, if you can just simplify financial people, it's it's just speaking it in simple terms. And that's what we're all about, Um you know, as I say, it's, 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 giving, it's giving back to people. Hopefully people sort of resonate with it um, and then just uh, sort of take action from there, really. So that's what it's all about, and that's where it's sort of grown leaps. Awesome. That's really, really yes. cool. That's, uh, I'll jump on and have a good listen to that. That's Beyond the Field yeah. podcast. It's, um, let's chat a little bit of footy, a little bit of code. What do you think of the weekend coming up? Man, I'm excited. I am excited. Um, it's... You know, I'm a big supporter of Irish rugby, obviously. I've, I've still got a lot of good mates there um, and do follow them. It's, it's an interesting one. I always see whenever the whenever the ABs come around or came to town or, you know, there's a big hype around Chicago, there's, you know, there's always a lot more hope in the year in Ireland, um, you know, just with the record that they've had against the ABs in the last few years. But, yeah, you mm. know... It was awesome to see the crowds back last week um, against Japan. It was good to see the sun shining. Obviously, Johnny Sexton, uh, 100 games, so what an occasion. And, and for the first big sporting event to be back in, in Ireland and in Dublin for a long time, it was a pretty special occasion. So, um, you know, the ABs just add, add that extra buzz in town, um, even more so than sort of Six Nations, you know. So it's going to be exciting. Um, the weather's supposedly okay up in Dublin at the moment. Um, talking to a few of the boys, these boys this week, they said they're just in T-shirts and walking around. So if, it's, if the weather <laughs> sort of turns on as best it can in Dublin, um, you know, I'd love to see a, a pretty free-flowing game. I don't know if that's the case. As, as of living in Dublin, it could be, you know, four degrees and dark um, Saturday. <laughs> Mate, what's been the... You spent... A lot of time in Ireland, you got a, it's a big part of your heart, mate. What's been the big transformation within the Irish rugby fraternity over the last couple of years? They've had so much success for you. What has big, big, been the big difference? Um, I think I think belief, um, belief, and sort of a continuity for clubs um, like Leinster to sort of play a brand of rugby and then sort of transfer into. The, the sort of you know, national setup. You know, Joe Schmidt's influence in their win in Chicago was obviously um, you know written into history now. And you know, sometimes when you get that monkey off your back, it's sort of uh, a new added belief. But I think there's a whole injection of younger 
players mm. that sort of stepped up and the timing and evolution of whenever, you know, players step up and a whole bunch of players sort of perform at club level and then sort of their national side, um, sometimes it's just about climbing around. Um, so, you know, a real good influx and transition from the old guard to the new players and then the pressure within the squad um, has just massively added to, um, to the timing of Irish rugby sort of booming, you know. And what about um, the, the timing? You talk about timing. The All Blacks have had a pretty much full calendar year. Ireland have played Japan. They had a very successful win over a, a Japan side, I think, a tra- trajecting in the right direction, playing some outstanding rugby, but they were made to look pretty average last weekend against a quality Irish side. Can Ireland, have they had enough preparation heading into this weekend to actually put the All Blacks under pressure, and how do they go about it? Oh, man, they've got... You know, I, I always feel for the for the ABs whenever, you know, it's not often they get pipped when they travel up to Europe, but whenever they do, it's always, you know, at the end of a very, very long season. Um, mm. And, you know, they've come off back-to-back seat and haven't really had a rest and been on tour for three months. So, um, you know, you add that to the mix, you know, whether that changes, the, you know, it doesn't change. It's like, yeah, I know how all the players think. It's just sometimes sort of wear on the legs by that stage of the season. But, um, oh, look, the Irish Irish team have been, you know, trying to reshape the way they've played since being under Andy Farrell in the last sort of 12 months. And, you know, things didn't really click last year. Um, you know, when you talk to the players, it's, you know, you can't change your game plan. You can't change your style of rugby overnight. You know, that's it's so critical from the media that they they hammer them after every game. But it takes sort of that amount of time in the saddle. But I think it's the combinations, um, and then the likes of uh, Jameson, uh, James Lowe, Bundyaki, all these influences that are quite constant in the setup now. Um, they've bought into the way they've wanted to play, and it's just taken sort of twelve months to get there. So, is one game, you know, really? Good game enough. Um, it might be because they're fresh legs, um, but I think it's that buzz. They, they add a, you know, they add another whole dimension when they're playing in the Aviva. Um, you know, it's the home for them. They feel comfortable there, and I think they sort of get up that little bit extra. Um, one against the ABs, but two being at home in the Aviva. Nice. All right, let's let's find out exactly what's going to happen this weekend. What's our what's our scorecard we're looking at? Lisa, what are you, you tucking me, me straight out there? I, I, I honestly, <laughs> Tip us I into the first try, mate. Mate, I, I'm, I'm going to tuck James Lowe down for first try. Um, Ooh. To be honest, he, he, he attracts things, um, and he's a positive person, um, and he attracts a lot of positivity. So I think he'll be up. So I'm going to tuck him down as first try. Um Score-wise, mate, I'm, I'm on the fence, but I think it's going to be close. Um, if the weather's good, um, you know, I can't pick it, but I'm you, going to chuck down. Are you on the fence because your heart's in Auckland, but your body, I mean, your heart's in Ireland, but your body's in Auckland? Are you on the fence because of that? You don't want to, you know, yeah, you don't want to go on one way? Yeah, I am, to be honest. Like, I, I've still got yeah. some of my best mates still in the Irish setup, you know, so I'm, I'm a big believer yeah. in supporting them. Um but I'm still a big believer in supporting the APs, man. So there's no there's no other game I'd rather <laughs> watch. Um, but there's no other game I sort of sit on the fence and just hope it's a good game and a good performance, really. It's such a sit-on-the-fence answer, but it's just sort of where it sits. Like the odds will be split. Some will have Irish jerseys, some will have all-black jerseys on. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice, brother. Hey, quickly before we let you go, we've got to talk about the selection of, of Bodie at 10 as a fellow playmaker. You think that's the right decision, getting Bodie at 10, Richie oh. off the bench? Yeah, man, I, I think I, I really do. I like the fact that, um, you know, when he's been put under the pump and he's been given an opportunity, mm. he's grasped it, and then he's led from the front. And then what else do you want from a team that's sort of in form? And um, it just creates awesome pressure amongst the squad, really, to demand excellence. And, you know, if someone's been given an opportunity and they grab it and take it, I like it that they are... Uh, Nice, bud. Nice, bud. We love your little insights, Isan Athewa, mate. You're an absolute legend. You've been around. You've done it all. Hey, mate, just before we let you go, do you, do you, do you go and tend, do you pun any horses or anything like that? Well, I've got a few mates that do. Um, but, you know, I sort of, I've, I've, I've left the horses for a while. You know, it's four damn bills okay. that uh, keep me busy. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want a tip, bro? Baz will give you a tip right now before we let you go. There you go. Give, give me one so I can start my, start my weekend off on a, on a positive note. Okay, Lincoln King in the New Zealand Cup. Lincoln oh, King, New Zealand Cup. <laughs> Lincoln King, brother. Oh, good man. Lincoln King on Saturday in the New Zealand Cup at Rickerton. If you uh, need some more detail, mate, I'll flick you, flick you a wee message. But no, we really appreciate your time, Issa. Nah, farewell, mate. Uh, love having you back at home, and hopefully we can catch up very soon once the borders are all open. Cool, man. Enjoy. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, there he is. Love that. Love that conversation. What about the stuff off the field, mate? And he's a very smart man, very smart player on the field, but off the field. That's cool, eh? Just getting out there, giving his wisdom, his advice, because that is the biggest fear, and that is the biggest problem probably with modern-day uh, athletes when they get all this money is what do you do? You know, what do you do with it? Looking, you have a lot of money right now, so you probably feel like you're rich, but you've got to live for the next 40, 50 years. And if you don't invest that money or spend it and put it in the right places, it can be a long, long future ahead. So I love that about him, Baz. Yeah, I'm going to go and jump on and have a listen to that. Beyond the Field podcast. Good on him for mm. for, uh, for setting that up. And sounds he does sound... Like he's got things well and truly under control, as he did on the footy field as well. So he's picking James Lowe for the first try scorer. Yeah, I wonder what that's paying. We'll have to have a little have a little look into that. But excellent work, Izzy. Again, another wonderful guest, and uh, you're really diving into your content. That was Ricardo. Love it. Love how giving you are. Oh, Ricardo. <laughs> well played, Ricardo, mate. brother. Good stuff. Yeah. Good work, Ricardo. Just getting better and better with time, eh? Uh, oh, hey, hey, thanks, Louis. boys. No worries. I, I, I learned it all from Louis. Who? <laughs> 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 oh, we're going to get in trouble oh. for that. It's 8.19 <laughs> in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We've got coming up, we've got Pip from the TAB. We've got a racing multi-buster promo we want to tell you all about as well so stay tuned for that but a big thanks to the chemist warehouse great savings every day yeah good morning you're listening to baz and izzy for breakfast on SNZ. coming up to 25 minutes past the eight o'clock hour and we've had a good show so far great to have isa nathiwa on talking all things rugby ireland v the all blacks versus the all blacks on saturday James Lowe to get the first try paying 15 bucks. He's caught it. He picked it. How 
Good. Anyway, give us a call on the Ken Arts Hire phone line anytime. 0800 150 811. If you want to have a chat about the Black Caps, the All Blacks, anything you picked up from those interviews, Rob Carney, Issa Nathiwa, let us know. Now, but now, but now it's time for our TAB Live update. Bet live on your favourite sports with the TAB app today. And we've got Pip Morris from the TAB on the line. Good morning, Pip. Good morning, guys. And what a great morning it is, too, and how much we're looking forward to this T20 final. Yes, Ooh, yes, yeah. Any, any money being put on the? Did anyone get on that Trans Tasman uh, little bet or New Zealand versus Australia? Four dollars eighty-eight. I think it was paying. Surely someone put some some dough on there. Good money. Oh. Good odds. I will find that information out and flick it through to you guys. I bet you they have. There's been a couple of bets too on New Zealand in the final as well. So there's, there's been takers there at those quick early odds. And, of course, more racing this weekend. And we've got Alpreni today, a $30,000 guaranteed late quality if you wanted to play there. And we've got a new promotion as well, the Racing Multi-Buster to look forward to uh, over the weekend. So it's a place of four-leg or more racing multi, and you'll get a refund up to $50 as a bonus bet if your runner misses by one leg. It's available on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday across all three codes and look, we know how good that is because you can just go down one leg sometimes, can't you? Yes. Beautiful. Sure can. <laughs> Love that. Well, I always get pipped on that last leg, actually, Pip. So, there you go. So now, I've been there many um, times, and I was thinking, well, there's four of us here. Why don't we chuck one together? Yes. Right I'm on, very yeah. keen. Very keen. You want to start Where us you off? Going, Pip? I will start us off. Of course, big day at Rickerton, of course, tomorrow. So I thought I would go for a horse in race number five called Fashion Shoot. Jamie Richards, Danielle Johnson, had great sectionals last time, the fastest late last 800 metres. Blinkers go on back to 1,200. That's around $5 for the win. Okay, okay. Well, for me, for me, I'm going to go. Izzy's going to go. I've been talking about this horse a lot as of late. So I'm going race eight. And the thousand guineas in Group One, three hundred thousand stakes race. I'm going the perfect pink, ridden by Op Boston. I'm going perfect pink, please. Beautiful. What about you, Bears? What's that pain? That is pain. As well, that is pain. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm going to go one which I've actually got a share in this horse. Um, it is racing at Tauranga tomorrow. Hopefully there is no rain if the track stays in the dead range. Um, he will be very hard to beat. It is race for a horse called Rabada. And that is paying $4.50. And that is, again, Pip on the nose. On the nose. That's a good tip, too. <laughs> and Ricardo, you got one for us. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, my, you know, my, my racing knowledge, uh, Baz, it starts and finishes at about Farlap, um, but we did have, um, uh, we did have uh, Stephen Marsh on yesterday who, who tipped one out that I believe he named after you, Baz, it's running in race two at Awapuni today called GC. Uh, she's uh, horse number one, uh, barrier five, paying 2.30 on the nose, Pip. Oh, beautiful. And kick us off nice and early too, Ricardo. Yeah, exactly. Get amongst, eh? Get amongst, I reckon. That's, that's the go. What's that multi all going to come together? It's got 
pulled it all up and, and put a bonus bit on it. Yeah, uh, I'm st- I'm still trying to do the maths. Pip. I'm, my 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 <laughs> laptop's giving me some grief. I've got to I've got to be honest. So I'm 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 still trying to tie this together. Uh, but I will get to you. Well, with what that. is it? Two two thirty and four fifty into six fifty into five dollars. It's gonna pay a mint. That's what it's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's retirement figures. Oh. Yeah. Follow us yeah, you never know. Follow us Imagine in. if we land it. You, mm. you might be very happy. Hey, Someone might hey, go to grab it. Are you going to give it away? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it away. We'll give it away to charity, aren't we? We're giving it away to charity. Yeah, we we're going to give it to... Uh, we're going to give it away to charity, and the winner will uh, get all that money for a great cause. But Pip, quickly before we let you go, just quickly, what happened in the Greyhounds final? That ruffy that came through. In the oh, I know, Alicia Bale. I said it was Craig Roberts' uh, cut, but I didn't think it was going to be her, and neither did anyone, I think, at around $40. Yeah. But that's just greyhound racing, isn't it? You know, as, as you alluded to, Izzy, the other day, they can uh, check each other and be out in 10 <laughs> seconds. That's <laughs> kind of what happened again. Yeah, yeah Karen no, was absolutely livid with that one. Yeah, especially for the one he said he was on the Bale multi as well. <laughs> the wrong Bale yeah, he got was, up, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was still great for the owner because they just recently lost uh, Paul Wheeler, the huge um, part of Greyhound Racing, and his wife Jan owns the dog that one. So it was still really great for it to get up and, and grab the chocolates. Yeah, for sure. It was a great day at Eddington for the Greyhound Cup. Congratulations to anyone that got on that winner. There was an outstanding odds for that one. But thanks very much, Pip Morris, from the TAB Promotions in play and hundreds of sports markets to choose from. Visit tab.co. .nz, please gamble responsibly, R18. Right now, it's time for Trudy and the News for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, this is Baz and Izzy for breakfast, and I can tell you that the Choices Flooring Poll, uh, the Choices Flooring Floors for Living Spring Sale catalogue is out now. Download today. But that poll, boys, has returned an interesting result. Uh, we've only had it up for an hour. What are you most looking forward to this weekend? The All Blacks Island, the T20 World Cup final, the New Zealand Cup, or that beer at 5 o'clock the Savo? Uh, taking it out convincingly, the T20 World Cup with 69.2%. Followed by that bear at 19.2, uh, the All Blacks at 9.6, and the New Zealand Cup at 1.9. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you so surprised? Why are we so surprised by that? I mean, yeah. it's a World Cup title, so New Zealand goes in yeah, first. Yeah. But how thirsty does everyone get on a Friday? <laughs> well, there was, there was a great comment that said, which poor bugger has to wait till five, um, which I thought was quite good. <laughs> and I've, I've done well, that especially when that came from. Sam over in our <laughs> box over in Australia. <laughs> I, I, I have found oh. it on the maths on our um, on our TAB uh, racing multi as well. Fifty dollars on returns fourteen thousand two hundred and thirty-one twenty-five. Oh wow! Yes, is he? Wow. <laughs> yes, that is beautiful. I'm going to follow I'm that. Gonna, I'm, I've just put I've just put a little bit on it as well. Just in case. Yeah. Imagine if it got up and we weren't on it. <laughs> hey? I mean, it's great. It's all it's all great raising money for charity. But hey, well, the boys need to get paid too. 
Exactly. <laughs> we exactly. need to get paid as well. And the girls, sorry, Trudes. Yeah, thank Boys you. and girls need to get paid. <laughs> Thanks. <Yeah. laughs> Kez, Kez and Joe out the back, they love a little punt too. Eh? Just get you boys paid. Hard-working men that you are. You should have heard Karen. Karen was absolutely livid when he sent me, did you watch that dog? And I said, what? One. I missed the, the Greyhound Cup for, uh, race. And I said, nah. And he said, mate, this thing paying 41 bucks came in. I went and had a look. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> he was livid. There was good news, though, is. The, the, the winner yeah. that What's I said I should have backed, it's, it's sort of good news. I thought, you know what? Just since it's a bail dog... And I thought, why not be loyal to the Bale Dogs? Because I love Gareth Bale, who's a football player. So I thought, why not get on yeah. every single Bale Dog? So I got on a place at the uh, $41 one, oh. and it was a six, $6.50 place. So I did get on yeah. it. I only got on at 10 bucks. Okay. But still a win is a win. I'm in uh, punting. Yep. Yeah, that's the way right, to go. That's right. I'm trying to get Trudy's uh, verified <laughs> account verified as well, so we can get her paid too. So let's get on it, boys. <laughs> See, that there is some of the best punting logic that I've heard on this show <laughs> since we've started. That's, that's some of the smartest oh. punting oil that I've heard or strategies that I've heard since we started. Oh, crikey. We, we pretend we know what we're doing. We don't really. But the guy who does know what he's doing and he's coming up very soon for us and that is the gun. He's one of the world's best trainers. Not just New Zealand's best. He's one of the world's best trainers. That's Jamie Richards and we look forward to catching up with him very soon. He's had a very successful week. And he's still got much more to come in the weekend as well. So we'll have that up after the break. For now, it is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Give us a call on, on 0800-150-811 or text us on double eight double three. Love to hear from you. And Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Coming up to 8.41am here on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We've had a great show so far. Had Issa Nathiwa talking a bit of rugby island. He picked it. And then we had uh, Pip Morris on, just going through our multi. We've all picked a multi, and apparently one of your callers can win that money. One of your callers can win that money. 14 grand if it comes through. So stay tuned on how you could win that. And also, also starting on Monday, Baz and Izzy's radio frequencies, 1476 bucks you could win next week. Ten questions. You get them all right? You get 1476 Smackaroos. 14.76 a.m. is our Auckland frequency up there in the big smoke. So today I gave you question number one and the answer. And Smithy's going to give you two, three, four. You're going to get five of the first five questions throughout the day. Question number one. Who hit the winning runs for New Zealand against England in the semi-final of the Cricket World Cup? The answer is Daryl Mitchell. Daryl Mitchell. So there you go. Stay tuned throughout the day. Baz and Izzy's radio frequencies starting on Monday. But how good would that be? 14 grand for some lucky listener. And you'll follow it in, Baz. And here we go. We've got David on the line. Cheers, lads. Just put five on your multi and another five on all four to place. Multi as well. Up the turbos, 13 plus tonight. That is from David. So David has followed the multi in for a five ducat, five bucker. Multi, well done. Hopefully that comes through, mate. Looking forward to getting you paid. <laughs> what are you giggling for? I just nearly, nearly. Well, you have a little bit of trouble one. with that that that, that word. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly had a little slip up again there, Pez. Oh my goodness. 
<laughs> yeah, it's been, been a long week. Tirelessly on the dump button. <laughs> We're working tirelessly. Luckily, luckily. Hey, mate, you said before we went off air about Jamie Richards and a big, big statement. One of the best trainers going around, but also one of the best trainers in the world. What what makes you say that, mm. mate? Uh, well, he sits, I think it's seventh on the uh, rankings worldwide. They have a trainer's rankings. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's about it's number seven or somewhere around there. Um, he's look, he's coming up. He's had, uh, I think he sits on 49 Group 1 wins um, already. Um, I think he's got, yep. what, he's 14th. Uh, Novair's win on Saturday in the 2000 Guineas was Jamie's mm. 14th Group 1 win for two, uh, 2021, 2021. The previous record for a New Zealand trainer in Group Enlisted era was 11, which was set by Jamie just 12 months ago as well. So, look, he goes into Saturday's 1,000 guineas um, with some live chances. He's got five horses in the in the race, five fillies in the race, and um, he's sitting on 49 Group 1 wins at this stage. Still a very um, young trainer, but he's, he's a wise man. He works incredibly hard, um, and he is considered mm. by many um, as one of the best trainers um, in the world. So, I think it's pretty compelling stats, and I mean, granted, he's got some great horses to work with, and he'll he'll be the first to acknowledge that. And he's a very humble man, um, but look, he's uh, he's he's a man who's just got com- complete drive. You talk about athletes, and you talk about um, mm. what makes great athletes. I think I look at someone like a Jamie Richards as as a horse trainer, and I think he's got that dedication, that drive, and that desire to to push forward um, his career and and push forward the horses that he's got to try and excel. So that's why I hold him in that. That echelon, mate. Um, we're trying to track him down. There's a few issues with the old phone wave, the earwaves in uh, in matter matter at the moment. The old phone lines. Maybe everyone's trying <laughs> to get on the perfect pink um, for uh, for sad day, or maybe they're all trying to load up on our multi. So we'll flick off a couple of texts here. Is said Baz, you may be in the same book as me here, but I have punched my batter hundreds a hundred times after nicking off early on a green one in club cricket, and have never broken a finger in doing so. He's either very unlucky or he's got some serious power in that right hand. We're talking of Devin Conway, of course. Either way, it's a huge loss, huge loss for the Black Caps, and hopefully Seifert comes up trumps in the final. Cheers, Ben from Wellington. Just to confirm that news, Devin Conway is out of the World Cup final for New Zealand after breaking his hand, punching his bat as he was dismissed the other day. So huge news. Devastating blow for Devin Conway, Mm. uh, but a great opportunity for Tim Seifert. And opportunity knocks, and when opportunity knocks, you better be ready to take it. And I think I've got a, a small inkling that I just feel Tim Seifert, he'll be ready for this. He'll find a way to mm. stand up and, and perform. He's one of those sorts of characters. And, and what better stage, what better opportunity. We could be sitting here in four days' time going, wow, Tim Seifert's just scored us match-winning innings to win us the World Cup. And Four days previous, he was not even close to playing in that in that side, and that's what sport can do. It can serve up just romantic stories, and 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 amazing um, storylines. So that could be one. That's what I'm holding on to anyway. Is disappointing for Conway, but Ooh. an opportunity for Seifert. Yeah, yeah. No, what, you know, one man's disappointment brings another man's success. So looking forward to watching Timmy Seifert. Hopefully, he gets an opportunity, mate. But Monday, come Monday, uh, Monday morning, get up early. The toss. Black Cats win the toss. What's your plan? What what would you what would be the plan you'd implement going into Monday? Would you bat? Would you bowl? What would you do? 
definitely bat. The, the stats are so slanted. That's now 12 games that they've played at Dubai in this T20 World Cup where the final's going to be played, and the team which has chased has won 11 of them. It's just compelling statistics. Mm. And look, uh, I'm not going to say if you win the toss, you win the game, but if you lose a toss yep. and you find yourself batting first, say Kane Williamson loses a toss on, on Monday, mm. 3 a.m. our time, which you can listen to here on SENZ as well. Um, say... Say that happens, then I think New Zealand have to be brave. Okay, they have to risk yep. losing to try and win that game because they're going to have to see they're going to have to score in excess of what was scored tonight. Because as we saw, the ball starts to slide on, and as it did in the New Zealand chase mm. against England the other night, the last five overs, the ball slides onto the bat and makes hitting, yep. and makes boundary and six hitting. Pakistan hit eight sixes today, and Australia hit ten. And majority of those came late in the innings. It, it, it favours the batting side so much. So if you find yourself batting first, you need to generate a strike mm. rate early, and you need to be able to be brave enough to try and put a score in excess of 175 on the board. If you do that, then the pressure of playing in a final and scoreboard pressure, yeah, it may just be enough. So I, I just think you, what you can't do is you can't find a way to you can't limp to 150 and expect. To try and win that game, that's that's my gut feel. No. Um, but keep in mind, I, I haven't that. seen the wicket, but it's just based on what what they've uh, what they've served up. And mate, that's exactly what Chennai Super Kings did against my Kolkata side, yep. our Col- our side in the final. They we won the toss. Um, we we bowled first, heavily slanted statistics in our in our direction. They came out there and took it to us. They scored 190, 192, and in the end, mm. even though it slid on right at the end. Um, they would just prove to be just a few too many runs. So the the blueprint's there if you want it. Risk v reward. So. There's risk v reward. You got to go out there and risk it, and that's what makes what it takes to win the big matches, mate. You got to take a take a chance and, and wield the willow. Wield that willow, mate. Looking forward to watching that. Quick words of wisdom for you. Which words of wisdom would you give Guppy facing that first ball against the enemy? That is from Dino. Um, well, I actually, I just got off um, the message there from Tim Seifert. I'm sure he won't mind me, um, mind me passing it on, but he said, have you got any, anything for me to, to help out heading into the final? And it would be the same message which I'd say to Martin Gupto and, and with the benefit of hindsight in my own career and 2015 World mm. Cup, um, there's so much excitement, so much anticipation. It's everything you've ever wished for or wanted. And you've still got to respect the most simple aspect of the game. And this is all I've said to Cypher, and it's all I'd say to Guptill. Watch the ball. That's all you have to do. Just watch the ball. Trust yourself. You are ready. You will be great. Go out there and enjoy it. That would be mm. the simple message. Beautiful. Watch the ball. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What, so, are you, what are you going to say to me yeah. heading into the weekend, mate? What are you going to say to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Give me some advice. Uh, <laughs> Give me some wisdom, Beth. Oh, look. I might, we might take that one off here. Is <laughs> oh, what, okay. When we get on the road to Queenstown next week, though, we'll make sure we have a, oh, we'll, yes. we'll have ourselves a little pep talk before we get onto the before we get onto the first tee on that uh, on that Wednesday yeah, Thursday. What, what day do we get down there? Wednesday night. We're on the Wednesday yeah, night. Thursday we're, we're Thursday Friday. Beautiful. Yeah. So that should be a bit of fun. Uh, looks like we're not going to be able to track down Jamie Richards, unfortunately. Um, He's got some big chances coming up in the weekend. Of course, he's had success with Marcus Aurelius 
in the Group 2, Coupland's Bakeries Mile with Opie Bosson on board. Summer Monsoon won the Group 3, $100,000 Lindau Steward Stakes with Opie Bosson on board. Zaluminous was also successful taking out the rating 74, 1800 metres race the other day with Danielle Johnson. He has five fillies, the Perfect Pink, Imperatriz, Ballon Rouge, Shepherd's Delight and Irish Red in the Big Thousand Guineas this weekend. Uh, that was our little Tiaka Racing preview. Of course, Tiaka Racing, you have an opportunity to be a part of New Zealand's number one record-breaking stable. So a big thanks to Tiaka, and we'll try and track down Jamie maybe on Monday if he's been able to get his team across the line in the 1,000 guineas. But for now, we might take a quick break, and we'll come back on the other side with Ian Smith and temper sleep on it. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SNZ.